0: Everybody, it's Michelle here on the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome! Hey, I don't know where um, you are right now, what time of day it is, or what's going on in your neck of the woods, but currently, as I'm recording this, we're having quite a bit of snow. I uh, went out this morning and we had, I don't know, maybe three inches or so that we had to clear off, and it just keeps coming down. So, Uh, I have in my awareness today, I've got about three different meetings in three different cities. So um, all of that to say that if you're in the same neck of the woods that I am, uh, give yourself a little bit of time today. Be gentle on yourself. Give yourself a lot of transition time. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So today I want to talk to you about uh, a topic that is really near and dear to my heart, and that is goal attainment. So understanding that setting goals is not good enough that you there is a lawful process of achieving your goals okay so if it's a law it works all the time right so the law of gravity will work if you jump off your your garage roof you know the law of gravity works whether you believe in it or not okay so there's a a quote I want to start with. It's a James Allen quote, which if you've never read anything by James Allen, I would highly encourage you to, um, check out some of his stuff. He said, neglect of the small is confusion of the great. Neglect of the small is confusion of the great. Isn't that cool? So, so really in essence, what he's talking about is when you don't pay attention to the small pieces that add up to the whole the whole suffers okay so for example um if you have perfect parts it adds up to a perfect whole all right just just understand that principle so um if you were to really delve deep into quantum physics some of the stuff that they are finding out is that um Okay, let's take a, a unit of, well, you know what? Let's take the family, okay? We'll, we'll use the family, my family. I've got five people in my, my nuclear family here, right? So the, the family would be considered the whole, right? The parts make up the whole. You can't have a whole family of five if you don't have five different parts, right? However, when one part of the family is hurting or suffering, the whole does, right? And when one part of the family, you know, has a huge win, the whole family has a win. Does that make sense? When you take a very complex system, so for example, the physical body, right? um, All of the cells that you have, and believe me, there are a ton, there's more than a ton, um, they make up parts of the whole. And if you take one cell and it has, let's say, cancer in it, eventually that one part will infect all the other parts and you will have a whole body full of cancer. Make sense? Okay. Also, when you look at patterns in our environment, you can see how there are not only patterns amongst different systems, but the parts make up the whole. So for example, there's this really cool meme out there on Facebook these days that compares the, uh, it's I don't, it's not necessarily a shape, um, but it's got a picture of a human lung and it compares it to the system of tree roots. And when you look at those two pictures side by side, they, you, you almost can't even tell which one is the lung and which one is the tree root, which I find fascinating, right? Cause, cause we get our, our um, oxygen from trees and we give back the carbon Dioxide, right? Okay. For those of you who are in science, don't send me an email. That's just not my area. Okay. Um, So there's a pattern there, not only in the shape of, of those two systems, but also in how we give back to each other. They are parts that make a whole. Okay. There's cycles, there's rhythms. So for example, here in the state of Michigan, we have uh, you know, depends on who you talk to, but we do have four seasons. Okay. And so all of those cycles of seasons make up a year. Does that make sense? Okay. Also, when you look at systems, so for example, you, you can have the education system. Um, you can have the medical system, the business system, um, the system of the body there are certain things within every system that are the same. There are patterns, right? But every system is made up of parts that go to the whole. I really need you to see this because when we're talking about goal attainment, the small steps that you do every single day add up to the whole. Okay. Now, Let's talk about this a little bit in in some examples. So I was working with a coaching client the other day, and he has recently stepped into this area of being a speaker. Um, Excellent business professional, but now he is transitioning and going into speaking. So we were working on his very first keynote address. It's kind of the, the, I guess, his headline keynote, right? And so he was really struggling with what do I do? And I said, well, first of all, what, what's the whole, what, what's your ultimate goal that you're trying to do, right? So we kind of laid that out. That's his vision. That's where he wants to take his people during his keynote. I said, great. That sounds good. Now, what are the parts that will, when you add them all up equal the whole, right? And so we broke it down. So he has a keynote that he's working on that he can do in 30 minutes, an hour and an hour and a half. Okay. I said, this is actually pretty easy. It's, it's really just a formula. And when you add it all up, it will be exactly what your people need it to be. But the parts add up to the whole. Okay. So 30 minutes or an hour and a half, it makes no difference. There might be more parts, but it's all going to be the same whole. Now keep, keep with me here. Cause I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. All right. If you want to get healthy, right? You, I don't care what that means to you. If it's just exercise more, drink more water, sleep better, you know, have more energy, lose weight, whatever it is, whatever your definition of get more healthy is. Um, there are certain things that you can do that are very small that add up to the whole, right? So you, the whole is really your goal, what you intend, right? Um, and the parts are those little tiny things that you can do every day. So let's say you want to have more energy. That's your whole goal, right? So some of the parts could be to make sure you go to bed on time, right? Have good sleep hygiene, drink your water, um, drink less soda, right? There's all kinds of things that you could do to add up to that whole. Same thing goes with a growth plan. Let's say you're trying to work on yourself. You're trying to, you know, be a better leader, be a better um, parent, whatever it is. Everything you do every single day makes up the whole. Now, here's what I'm trying to get at is that oftentimes people will look at the parts and they'll say, Oh, you know, today that doesn't really matter. Right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to skip that. I'm going to procrastinate or I'm not going to do that because of dot, dot, dot. Right. But see. The thing is that that part makes up the whole. So now you have discounted part of the whole. And when you do that, the whole suffers. Okay. Um, I am a, a, a person of faith and I am a Christian and I, I read the Bible regularly. And today I was reading this passage in, uh, the book of James three, two through five. And it's talking about your inner speech. Um, it's talking about how your lip is, or your, your tongue is very small, but it can do great things right? Um, It also compared the rudder on a ship. The rudder is extremely small, but it makes the ship go wherever it wants to go, right? And it talks about the bit in a horse, that the bit compared to the size of the horse is very small, but it can control the whole horse, right? So your tongue, even though it's a very tiny part, it controls the whole, all right? Neville Goddard said that our inner conversations of today make tomorrow's facts, Listen to that again. Our inner conversations of today make tomorrow's facts. So what we are saying to ourselves today, whether it's conscious or unconscious, our inner talk, our self-image is actually bringing forth a result. So your self-image and your inner talk, those are parts, right? That lead to the whole of what your reality is. So your facts, Okay. So for example, let's say you're trying to work on, um, I don't know, making a change in relationships, right? The one I hear often is, uh, you know, marital relationships or maybe dating relationships where, um, one person has maybe grown a little bit more than another person, right? So maybe they've been very intent on growing their awareness and, and learning, and they're in a different place than maybe their spouse's. Okay. And so they're very frustrated. So when you are looking at this whole idea of parts to a whole, each day you got to take day by day and you have to be consistent. Okay. So every day you got to wake up and say, All right, I have more awareness. Therefore, I'm more responsible in this relationship. So how can I serve my mate today? Okay. Even though all you just want them to do is to maybe just be quiet and tell, you know, do what you tell them to. right? Cause you know better. So every day we've got to do some small thing that's going to get us to the whole of our goal. All right. I love this quote. I read it this morning and I was like, I actually said out loud, Oh my gosh, that's good. So this is by D H Lawrence. And he says, those that go searching for love only make manifest their own lovelessness and the loveless never find love only the loving find love and they never have to seek for it. So really what he's talking about is how you think about love drives your belief and it drives your behavior and it it gives you your results. So if you see yourself as missing out on something, you will go searching for that love, right? And you will never find it. However, if you see yourself as a loving person, already loved, and it's your job to go out and love others, the world, the universe, God cannot help but give you more love. Okay? That's how that works. When you give out, you get back. Now, we don't give just to get, but that's a a lawful principle. Okay? So when you wake up every morning and you say, okay, what can I do today that's going to bless my spouse? Even though you might be really struggling in that relationship, it will come back to you. Okay. Parts add up to a whole. But on the flip side, if you get up and you say, oh my gosh, this man is driving me nuts and you repeat all of the things that are driving you nuts. Well, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get more of those things and he's going to drive you nuts more. Does that make sense? Okay because your reality is really just actualized inner talking. Okay? And you do this over and over and over again. Okay? So honestly, if you if I were to have a conversation with you and you would show me the results in your life, right? The facts. You'd say, "Alright, Michelle, here here's where I'm at in my finances, here's where I'm at in my health, here's where I'm at in my my personal development and in my career." I can tell you exactly what you're thinking has been leading up to that point. Okay. When you truly understand how the parts add up to the whole, when I see the whole, I can tell you the parts that went into that, right? Which is really cool because then you can trace that back and you can say, ah, okay, here's the part that's being helpful. And here's the part that maybe is not so helpful, right? So there's really two ways that you can kind of look at this. Um, These are the two ways that I see most often that people are are looking at this kind of idea in their growth and development. So the first one um, is to observe your negative talk, right? So if you're trying to become more mindful, this is something that you're just going to get into, right? You're trying to observe what you're saying to yourself and you try to change it right? Now that seems pretty simple and logical, right? So if you say something, you know, negative in your head, you try to say, oh no, let's not do that. Let's not talk like that. Let's talk like this, right? The only thing I find with this method is that it often leads to the person having shame or guilt because they had that thought. So even though they're in this process of becoming more aware of what they're thinking, They add in those emotions of shame and guilt, which does not help to raise their awareness. It actually makes it worse. So you're pinpointing something that you don't have. It's a lack, a limitation, right? And the focus is on that. So you're going to get more of that. However, there's another way to look at it. And this way is to spend some time and think about, uh, imagine the ideal. Okay, so we've been talking a lot about this lately, but imagine the ideal. So that would be the whole. So let's say you break it down into, you know, different areas in your life and you imagine what this relationship might look like. Right. So maybe I'm going to sit down and think about, okay, when my husband comes home from work, I know we usually have an issue with this and this. So what could that look like in a perfect world? What would that look like? Right. And every day you can sit and you can think about that. And then you can, the next step could be, okay, well, what, what beliefs or thoughts do I need to tell myself so that that, not so that, but if that were happening, right? So as if it were happening, what would I tell myself, right? So in a perfect scenario, if you're sitting down and having a, uh, a great conversation with your husband, and maybe you're, you're talking about a conflict Um, would it look like the same pattern that you've had for years previous, or would it look different? I would hope it would look different because that's something you want to change, right? So you can look at that and you can say, okay, as I'm sitting there and we're having this excellent conversation, what thoughts might I be having? For me, one thought might be just gratitude. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that we can have this conversation. Um, thankfulness that this is actually happening in the moment, right? I can also think about how, you know, my husband and I have both grown and I can also be hopeful for the future, right? So those are some thoughts that I might think of as if I were actually sitting in that ideal situation. So when you sit down to think about in the morning, what does that look like? And I would highly suggest that you have somewhere between three and five different kind of major goals you're working on in your life. And every morning you spend maybe one or two minutes kind of imagining what that looks like, what that feels like, because you really need to have the feeling along with it. Um, and so you're you're saying, okay, I want to be thankful, grateful, hopeful, you know, all of those things. What that does over time is it actually creates your goal. Things will change. You will change. Your partner will change. Okay. And it's not something that you have to make happen. Okay. So here are some simple steps. All right. I'm going to lay them out. There's four steps. Most people have been taught um, goal attainment is really important if you use your SMART goals, right? Um, I'm not against SMART goals. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with SMART goals. Um, And, you know, my my PhD is in assessment, evaluation, and accountability. So I I know the value of SMART goals. But I'm going to tell you these four steps that if if you are truly serious, about reaching your goals, these are the four small steps you need to do every single day to get to your goal. Okay. So you might want to write this down. And for those of you who are driving, I know a lot of you do drive. Um, when you come back to this, and if you want to write these down, it's right at the 17 and a half minute mark. So you can find it easy. Okay. All right. So the first step is to visualize your goal with feeling every day. Okay. I'm, I'm in my office right now. I'm looking at my picture. Um, I've got this picture in my office, um, in my bathroom, in my thinking area, in my, um, my schedule and also in my phone. It's got my six different big goals that I'm working on that are going to take quite a while. So graduation, (laughs) right? Get that done. Um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about a new office, um, financial freedom, this idea of four minds having different conversations throughout the day, uh, big ideas and big idea people, that's always on my radar. And then massive impact. Those are my six goals, okay? So every day I'm focusing on those. I'm visualizing what is that going to feel like when I walk across the stage of graduation? What is it gonna feel like on a day like today with the work that I have, if I have a new office, how would that play into my schedule for the day? Okay, what's it gonna feel like to write a really large check to a charity that I love, right? So thinking about that every day, and then the second step is to create I am statements that are aligned with your goal. Okay, so for example, um, I could say I am a PhD student. I am a PhD graduate. I am a significant player in the field of education. Right? Um, for, in my new office, I can think about the types of work that I would like to do there, and I can say I am blank. I am blank. Right. For financial freedom, it's something as simple as I am a giver. I am rich. I am generous. Right. So thinking about those I am statements that are aligned with your goals. Right. And saying them as many times as you can during the day. So when I first started doing this, what I would do is I would write them out on a post-it note and I would just take the post-it note with me wherever I went. So it would remind me, oh yeah, I, I I need to say those. Most often when I was doing a lot of driving, I was saying it over and over and over again. Why do we do that? Because it's repetition, repetition, and emotion feelings are the two ways that we download these programs into our subconscious. So if you really want to download your goals so that you can get there faster and with less work, you've got to have the visualization with feelings and you've got to have the repetition. Okay. Cover all your bases. All right. Step number three, what will you give to make it happen? What will you give to make it happen? Now, the danger here is that we don't want to get into creating a plan. We don't want to get into the how, okay. Um, most people, when they're creating goals, they think about the plan leading up to that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that if that plan works, well, you know, hallelujah, that's a miracle because most plans just don't work, right? If you're a person that you can create a plan and you know you're going to have to revise the plan as you go along, by all means, you can step into that arena. But if you're like most people, um, it's better to not even focus on how you're going to get there but to really think through what will you give to make it happen. So for example, if you know that getting healthy is one of your goals and you don't do any sort of exercise, then perhaps your commitment can be every day. I'm going to do one thing to get my body moving right now. When you say one thing, maybe you have a packed schedule and all you can do is, is, you know, park farther away in the parking lot. Right Uh, maybe you don't have a packed schedule and you can go out for, for a walk with a friend and get an hour and a half in. Right. So your one thing is really based on, you know, whatever current situation and circumstance you have, but your commitment is to doing the one thing. Okay. The last number four, the last step is one small, perfect step every day. So when you are coming up with the one thing every day, so for example, the tool that I use, most of you have heard about it already. It's called the daily edge tool. I got it from a coach of mine. Um, And at the top it has, you know, my six things that I just told you, my six goals. And every day I have to do something towards that goal. So for example, for, for graduation right now, we're in between quarters. There's not a lot that's being done. Um, But I can send my mentor an email and kind of check up and say, this is what I'm doing. Right. Um, my new office space, uh, honestly, the visualization this morning. And then I think one conversation I'm going to have later will be what the small step I do for today. I have no idea how long it's going to take me to get there. I, I don't know, but I know I can do one part today and it will add up to the whole. Okay. So visualize I am statements. What will you give to make it happen? And then noticing those steps and, and and really the perfection is a important thing to remember there. So when you get down to the end of your day, instead of saying, you know what, I didn't spend two hours writing on my paper, I should have done that. You can get to the end of the day and said, you know what, I'm one step further than I was yesterday in this process. Okay. So there's a a power that comes when you look at what you've done and you said, this is good. Okay. All right. So my question to you is, what's your plan to do this every day? Really think through that. What's your plan to visualize and I am and all that every day, you got to come up with that plan. And can you do it by yourself? Okay, is this something that you're going to be self disciplined that you can get it done? And how can you ensure your success? OK, how can you make sure that this actually gets done? Um, so one of the things that I have as far as far as something that I can offer you is a group of like minded individuals who are committed to growing and to you succeeding. OK, so this would be the new Life on Purpose program that I've been promoting um, I have no qualms in saying that if, if you feel that, that I am kind of pushing this and selling this to you, you're absolutely right. I am. And here's the reason it's not to make money. It's to provide an opportunity that you can actually see the goals that you want. Okay. Because it's worked for me. It's worked for my other coaching clients and I want it to work for you. So The things that I just talked about today, are you going to be able to do that on your own? Or do you need an environment of people who are just as committed to your success as you are? And maybe even more, right? Will you be able to create a program, let's say a 90 day program that helps you have that repetition, right? And, and creates a positive self-image and inner talk, right? Because this program uses topics that will do just that, okay? The 12 topics, which are parts, okay? And then each part is broken down by day, okay? So we've got 90 parts that make up a perfect whole, Okay, I'm going to show you things like gratitude, harmony, um, money and flow, how to look at money a little bit differently, how to deal with people and drama, forgiveness, all of those programs that are part, but when you do them perfectly, they add up to a perfect whole and help you get to your goal. Okay, so I'm going to have the link in the description, uh, follow that, watch a little video and get signed up today. Okay. Um, We are running our special right now through the end of February. So get in there here in the next week. Okay. All right. I hope this has been helpful to you and added a lot of value and maybe even scrambled your eggs a little bit. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.